Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here, and today we got to talk about both Google and Apple because they're now involved in the entire conflict or war between Israel and Hamas and Gaza and all that stuff. Now, this is actually really interesting, and I think it really begs the question, just how far should tech companies go to essentially placate governments. Now, this is coming from Marissa Newman of Bloomberg News for the backdrop of what's going on before I inject my thoughts. And here's what's up. Google is disabling live traffic conditions in Israel and the Gaza Strips for its Maps and Waze apps at the request of the Israeli military ahead of a potential ground invasion of Gaza. We've all, if you've been paying attention to the news, have been gearing up. We literally just today, as I'm, uh, you know, just shortly before I'm recording this, uh, essentially, there was a massive missile attack or rocket attack uh, heading from uh, basically Hamas to Tel Aviv, the capital of Israel. And so obviously, you know, everything is essentially on pins and needles right now. We're just waiting for a land invasion of Gaza. And and again, I, I don't care what, what political side you're on on this entire situation. Obviously, I would just hope that we can have a peaceful resolution with no more loss of life as we're over something like five, 6,000 deaths already. And, and I know that's going to increase, but I'm just really hoping it, it, it just doesn't. So with that, <clears throat> to quote Google... As we have done previously in conflict situations and in response to the evolving situation in the region, we have temporarily disabled the ability to see live traffic conditions and busyness information out of consideration for the safety of local communities, end quote. But there's a bit of a loophole, and we'll talk about that. Now, Google is removing real-time crowding data in Israel and Gaza as the, at the request of the Israeli Defense Forces, according to a person with knowledge of this matter, talking about internal security. Now, live traffic information obviously could reveal Israeli troop movements and all that kind of stuff. And conversely, if you know Hamas gathers in you know mass or their fighters gather in mass, it could also be seen as well. Now, the company took similar action in Ukraine last year after Russia's invasion of Ukraine, disabling real-time vehicle and foot traffic data. Now, while maps and ways, and here's the loophole, won't show real-time traffic, drivers using the navigation systems in those countries will continue to receive estimated times of arrival that are based on live conditions. And so, in other words, if the live data is going down, what is stopping, you know, Hamas or Israel or, or, you know, somebody on the ground that, let's say, is some kind of fighter from just opening up their phone and saying, hey, show me routes or show me directions from here to there, here to there, here to every other way, and knowing, it, okay, it takes me about five minutes to get to each of these, and if one of them takes 30, well, maybe that's where the tanks are. You know, so those are things that, that I, I think is a bit of a loophole while Google is trying to maintain services. Now, according to the Israeli tech site Geek Time, which also first reported on this, Apple Maps is also doing that. They're also complying with the request from the Israeli Defense Forces as well. A representative for Apple did not immediately respond to Bloomberg on that one as well, nor did the IDF. And so, <clears throat> essentially, I think that one one of this one one of these things is a good thing in the sense that that or, or I should say the situation that they're doing is a good thing. But I don't know to what extent Google or Apple should be uh, basically taking sides here. In other words, if uh, let's say Hamas said, "Hey, we would like to do this," and the Israelis said, "No, keep the maps live," would they honor that request? Meaning, are they picking a political side? I don't have an answer for that, uh, you know, but but it, it does give me concern in the same way that, you know, when Russia invaded Ukraine, is Google and Apple taking sides with Ukraine and they would not honor Russian requests? That, from what I understand, is what essentially the lay of the land was because clearly Russia was the aggressor in the Ukraine war. But looking at 
essentially this situation, you've got a conflict that goes back way beyond since before we were born, you know, with basically two peoples and two cultures in one region. And again, I am not qualified <clears throat> to adjudicate, you know, Israel versus Palestine, Hamas versus, uh, you know, the Netanyahu government, um, you know, all those kinds of things. But I just wish there was a peaceful resolution. My concern is just how far tech companies should go in honoring requests, but also giving out information as well. If Israel comes to, let's say, uh, Google and Apple and says, hey, we know that, you know, the leader of Hamas has an Android or has an iPhone, please attempt to identify it for us so we can get a GPS location on that person so we can launch a whole bunch of missiles at that location. Would they do it? Would they do it for Netanyahu as well? If Hamas said, hey, show us, you know, the iPhone location of, of uh, that, assuming they can even track them that far. And so understand that as the situation continues to be fluid, tech companies, obviously, because the world runs on tech, including war, are going to get pulled into these, not to mention social media and citizen journalism and all those kinds of things. And so we need to be very careful about what we are doing here. Now, I might get responses to say, Nick, they should have absolutely do, done this. Israel has a right to defend itself. Other people should say, you know, burn it all down. You know, Hamas has a right to defend itself as the Palestinians over against Israel. I don't, I'm not talking about that. I'm not adjudicating that. I'm not going to get into those kinds of arguments. You have your beliefs. Everybody's got their beliefs. But all I'm saying is, as we are looking at uh, essentially adjudicating this from a tech standpoint, which should essentially be agnostic, where is the line? And I think that's a discussion that needs to be had. And so I'll leave it to you. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at Google as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.